and welcome to Rebel Hearts, a podcast dedicated to the rebel girls and riot girls in the music industry and why they matter. Each episode will feature songs by bands you just need to hear. So if you think you're ready, I will see you in the front. and welcome back to Rebel Hearts. This is episode 11 and today I'm going to actually continue with the topic from last episode and that is by Erasure and this is due to something that has come up after I put it up a couple of days ago. Halsey, who was the main focus of episode 10, has started trouble with Demi Lovato and Katy Perry. I will keep saying it because it's true. Halsey, while I do enjoy her music, is a problematic person. I have spoken about it in a different project and I will continue to say it. However, I will defend her in her constant fight against by Erasure and due to today being a pride parade in New York City, I think it's only appropriate to talk about this again. So what is this fight and how did this start and why does it even matter? And you guys are probably rolling your eyes saying, why does this even matter? Trust me, I'll get into it. So on June 19th, so not even really a week ago, Halsey did an interview with Paper Magazine and the title of it is Halsey is coming through loud and queer. I mentioned in episode 10 how Halsey has a song on her record called, um, the new record is called Hopeless Fountain Kingdom. The song is titled Strangers and it features Lauren uh, Horegi, sorry, has been deemed wrongfully the lesbian anthem of 2017, which I also mentioned has a lot of people upset due to Halsey not being a lesbian and people need to stop erasing bisexuality and just assuming women who like other women are all lesbians. One of the first questions for the Paper Magazine interview starts asking, starts talking about her being bi, and this is how it starts out. The interviewer says, let's talk about strangers. It's really crazy to think that the song might just be the first straight up same sex love song on Top 40 radio from two women that are actually bisexual. Halsey says to that, that song, like many other songs on the album, just happened. I was going through something when I wrote it and the first lines are, she doesn't kiss me on the mouth anymore because it's more intimate than she thinks we should get. Because I was thinking about this person I was spending time with. We were having sex and going to dinner and whatever, but I asked myself, when was the last time I kissed them on the mouth? I don't even remember. Originally it was me singing by myself and then I was like, no, this needs to be a duet. I struggled with it for a really long time. I'm not gonna put a straight male on it because he can sing. She doesn't kiss me, whatever. But it's not gonna be the same and I'm not gonna put a straight female on it because then that's just exploitative and weird and makes no sense. The fact alone that I was even struggling to find queer women in my field to get on the song. And then she mentioned that she, um, that Lauren is openly bi as well, which also factors into the whole lesbian anthem thing, being overstepping because they're both bisexual women. So then the part of the interview where the shade comes from for Demi Lovato, the interviewer says, generally the the closest thing to queer representation you get in pop songs are sung by straight women and they're more about experimental hookups. So then Halsey says this, oh yeah, bisexuality is a taboo. Don't tell your mom or we shouldn't do this or this feels so wrong, it's so right. That last line of her answer is throwing shade at Katy Perry as well as Demi Lovato for the line in I Kissed a Girl, where she says, I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. It felt so wrong, it felt so right. Then coincidentally, the same thing the interviewer says is, my boyfriend won't mind. So then Halsey says to that, that narrative is so fucking damaging to bisexuality It's uh, and its place in society. That's something I've had to fight my whole life 
and something I still fight. I still see people on the internet saying, of course Halsey says that she's bisexual. It'll help sell her albums. I never came out as a musician because I was already out when I started making music. I was out in high school. I was in high school with people walking past me in the hallways calling me dyke. You know what I mean? That was just a part of my reality. It was also a part of my, na my naivety. Sorry. When I first started making music, I didn't think like, oh, well, people are going to be mean to me because I'm not straight. BuzzFeed wrote this article on why, or, and they were like, is Halsey really bisexual? Because when she did the VMAs with the Chainsmokers, she had long hair. Was that because she wanted to be, uh, she wanted the public to see her as straight? And I did mention that in my last episode. So if you guys really want to know about that BuzzFeed article, definitely check out the last episode. Now, before I go on with this, I want to mention my feelings on I Kissed a Girl. A friend of mine told me that I shouldn't hold Katy Perry to her 2008 self unless I plan on doing the same for, for myself, and that she clearly doesn't believe in that version of herself anymore, meaning Katy Perry. And I totally respect that. However, I have major beef with I Kissed a Girl because of the blatant straight girl curiosity bullshit that bi erasure stems from. The whole you're my experimental game, just human nature line is so fucking damaging to the bisexual and queer women because no matter what, bisexual women experiment, uh, especially femme ones, will always be looked at as straight girls experimenting and aren't really taken seriously. I've heard it from tons of bisexual women and I know that it exists. And also I think that I kissed a girl mentality is present in popular high school girls who would shame and call lesbians dykes, but then get drunk and either kiss or make out with their quote unquote besties because it's fun. Yeah, I'm aware that that's a really loaded assumption, but I'm sh I've seen it happen in real life and I see it in present day songs and I see it in everything and I see it in this song now yes I have major beef with that song but I don't harbor beef for Katy Perry herself really I know that she's probably problematic as well but I don't really harbor really hatred towards Katy Perry I just wish she understood how damaging that song is though and I'm not even going to touch you're so gay other than the fact that she says you're so gay and you don't even like boys perpetuating the fact that we use the term gay as a slur and in a negative light so while I let you guys think about all that, because I know that was a lot of information all at once, I'm going to play my first song of today, which is by the band Rivals, and they're from Michigan. I have found a lot of really cool people from the Paramore and Parahoy community that have made this podcast what it is today, and I am so grateful for all of these wonderful people. I found Alexi on Instagram under people to follow, and I found her band and immediately wanted to play them. The natural pop punk sound with a twist makes me really, really excited for them. It's a really cool, unique sound in such a widely known genre. The song is from their EP that just came out in March, actually, and it's titled Summer Sweat, and this is the song called Talk To Me.
Again, that was the song Talk To Me by the band Rivals off their new EP, Summer Sweat. You guys can purchase that for pay what you want on their band camp. So let's get back into this Halsey Demi Lovato thing. That's where it stemmed from. Right uh, right before I played uh, the Rivals song, uh, Halsey was using words by uh, Demi Lovato and Katy Perry just to throw shade at them for whatever reason. And before I get to the reaction and the backlash that that got her, I want to read a great excerpt from the last thing that she said to Paper Magazine. She said, and this is a quote, Hey Halsey, I am a young lesbian woman and your concert was the first time I ever felt comfortable enough to kiss my girlfriend in public. And then Halsey goes on to say, the cool thing about music is that so many people say that they feel like a safe space for them because they can look around a room and at least know that they have one thing in common with everything around them. And that one thing in common is that they really love and then she doesn't elaborate, but the interviewer says Halsey, and I'm assuming that she really means, you know, music. And in a time where we have bombing shows, a safe space like that is really just something that we all need, especially, you know, what Halsey just said is a great thing to have. You know, we have people that are so scared of their sexuality because of the world that we live in and the political climate that we're currently in. So it's great that people feel comfortable at a Halsey show to express their love for their partner. And this is the same kind of safe space that the band Paris has created where a chunk of their fans are a part of the LGBTQ community and the band constantly donates to various charities to help out whenever they can. Now, after the interview, much like whenever Halsey says anything, people came for her because of a collaboration she did with Quavo. I think that's how you say his name. Fans and Halsey haters came for her saying that how can she start problems with anyone when she made music with someone who has made homophobic comments. She she defended herself in a string of tweets and she said, Honestly, I didn't know that Quavo had made homophobic comments when I collaborated with him. We've never spoken a word to each other and I have no intention of pursuing a friendship there unless he wants to make a legitimate apology. I work tirelessly to represent and support marginalized communities I love and I am a part of. I'm sorry if my actions have ever seemed otherwise. I only meant to say that people can struggle being socially conscious if they don't if they don't have the information slash vocabulary. So we must educate them. And I'm proud to watch the young people around me work hard to educate themselves and others to stay woke every day. I think that's an important point. I am queer and I try to be understanding and I want people to be educated, but I'm truly sorry for my misjudgment. Again, I am sorry for my misjudgment and I'm happy to have listeners who hold me accountable. Now, she, you know, what kind of bothers me is that she collaborated with the chain smokers who have been probably the best example of being homophobic and misogynistic and never said anything about it. She then called out Iggy Azalea and how she uses black culture for her own personal gain, while people have said she has collaborated with Machine Gun Kelly, who also does the same thing. I don't have, I didn't look into it because to be honest, it, it was going to spiral into a whole other thing in cultural appropriation and you know, black cultural appropriation and all that, which I will get into one day, but I just didn't want to trail off too much. So I don't know how true that is. I will look into it. And if you guys want more on the Chainsmokers and why they're bad people, go to episode eight, where I bring on my friend Christy to talk about country music and sexism. And I go on a rant about how the Chainsmokers are shitty. And getting back to the fight because that is a little off topic it's definitely going to be something that i will talk about but that's a little off topic for now 
So I'm going to get back to the fight. Demi responded to Halsey's comment in paper by tweeting four days later. And Demi said, you know, a song is a hit when people are still talking about the lyrics two years later. And then she does a hashtag. Shh, don't tell your mother. So now on to Katy Perry, because Katy Perry is relevant in this for some odd reason. I don't know how she is, but she is. I have been in a couple of discussions about Katy Perry, actually. As I have mentioned earlier, our friend and I had a Twitter exchange about her when I defended Halsey. And not to get political here, but I am not a Hillary Clinton supporter. I do not believe in the idea of the nasty women capitalistic fake feminism that came with her campaign. I do not believe in the fact that she was always against gay marriage. Then all of a sudden she's the biggest LGBTQ supporter since day one. And I do not believe in the idea of feminists only voted for her because she's a woman and believe that she only lost because she is a woman. So the Clinton support alone with Katy Perry kind of bothered me. And yes, I know Beyonce supported her and most likely women I, I do admire. But Katy Perry already rubbed me the wrong way with I Kissed a Girl and You're So Gay. So I have been told how much she has done for the LGBT community. I just, I've never seen it. But while researching for this episode, I found an article that kind of proves Katie hasn't 100% kicked her bad habits. So this is kind of for anybody that said that I should hold Katie Perry, I shouldn't hold Katie Perry accountable for her 2008 self unless I was going to do so for me. This goes to kind of show that she's still on her bullshit. Heavy.com wrote back at the end of April, so April of this year, of her new song Bon Appetit. I don't know if it's Bon Appetit or Bon Appetit, guys. I There's no E at the end, but I'm not sure if that's how Bon Appetit is actually spelled because I am uncultured swine, so I apologize. I'm just going to call it Bon Appetit. But it's been receiving homophobic backlash regardless what it's called. The website writes, Perry's latest single, Bon Appetit, is scheduled to be released on Friday, April 27th, following the release of Chain by the Rhythm, or Chain to the Rhythm, I'm sorry, earlier this year. Unfortunately for the singer, the response towards Bon Appetit has already turned sour as it's been revealed that she is collaborating with hip-hop trio's Migos. I think it's Migos. I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. Then they go on to say, the trio, the trio notorious for their hit-making abilities as they are their dubious attitude towards homosexuality. This was most notably in an interview with Rolling Stone in February, where they voiced their apprehension towards fellow MC I Love McKinnon, I think it is, coming out as a gay man. Read an excerpt from the interview. So this is the excerpt from the interview with Rolling Stone. And it says, And I'm so surprised by Migo's reaction when I mentioned I love McKinnon, the local MC who just came out as gay on Twitter. Damn McKinnon, Quavo bellows after an awkward interlude. I mentioned support I saw online for McKinnon's decision. They supported him, Quavo asked, raising an eyebrow. That's because the world is fucked up, says Offset. This world is not right, Takeoff says. So I guess we got Takeoff, Quavo, and Offset in here. We ain't saying it's nothing wrong with the gays, says Quavo, but he suggests that McKinnon's sexuality undermines his credibility, given the fact that he, quote-unquote, he came, that he f first came out talking about trapping and selling Molly, doing all that, he frowns. That's whack, bro. Yes, that is a real quote that I just read, guys. This is the same Quavo that Halsey worked with, and this is why people were upset at her for coming after Demi Lovato when she worked with somebody who said these things. So in case you guys were wondering about the homophobic things that Quavo said, I'm assuming that's one of many. Katy Perry has mentioned that she is an ally, even though she had mentioned during a speech that I found on independent.co.uk from March of this year, where she's 
speaks about praying the gay away at Jesus camp. That was a real thing that she said. And she talks about, I kissed a girl. She says, I kissed a girl and I liked it, Perry said, referencing, uh, referencing her breakout hit. Truth to be told, I did more than that. But how was I going to reconcile that with a gospel singing girl raised in youth groups that were pro-conservation uh, camps? Sorry. To me, it makes the song more confusing, though, because had she been a bisexual woman, the song could have been better written and could have been a bisexual anthem instead of a straight girl's club song to platonically kiss their friends and then shame lesbians at school the next day. And after all this, I was wondering if Demi Lovato ever spoke up about being bisexual, so I actually found an article from pinknews.co.uk where it talks about her stance on her sexuality, where she says... Or at least the article starts off by saying, the 23-year-old singer-songwriter has been coy about her sexuality, recently telling Alan Carr that she is, quote-unquote, not confirming or denying that one of her songs is about having sex with a woman. And then it goes on to say, the former Disney star opened up in Complex Magazine about rumors that she is dating gender-fluid Orange is the New Black star Ruby Rose. She said, rumors are rumors and people are going to spread them. You can believe whatever you want, but no, I was not in a relationship with her. Also, the article says Lovato told People Magazine, it's something I don't think needs to have a label. As humans, it's just about a connection with someone. Now, I don't believe that Cool for the Summer is in the same category as I Kissed a Girl. I believe that Cool for the Summer did a better job at expressing curiosity without, you know, fetish fetishizing it. But, I mean, in the end, who am I? These are just my personal opinions. I mean, I just found out how problematic What Do You Mean by Justin Bieber is, and I'm super distraught about it. Why Justin Bieber's gotta do me like that. So that about wraps it up. I'm sorry I've been doing a lot more pop-related music stuff lately, but I do feel that this stuff is really important to talk about, otherwise I wouldn't spend time on it. And I did say, as more stuff comes up on the subject, I would discuss it. Um, I know this is a shorter episode than what I usually do, but I just wanted to touch on this, this stupid feud because it does bring up a lot of important points. You know, maybe this feud is really, you know, ridiculous, but the whole bisexual um, anthem and all of this stuff that was said in here and all the homophobic comments, and it really shows that the people that you work with represent who you are. I mean, if you're going to go out and... Like for instance, the sha the the chain smokers, Halsey working with them kind of kind of sucks because they're such misogynistic assholes. Like I said, listen to my episode with Christy. I think it's called uh, "You Ain't Woman Enough to Take Down a Man," and I believe it's episode eight. Just just listen to. I think it's in the middle of the episode. Just listen to the excerpt of what I say because it's just really really ridiculous and fucked up how misogynistic they are and how homophobic they are and then here Halsey is trying to shame other people that are doing the same thing that she's doing if not she's doing worse than they're doing and calling other people out I mean I, I keep mentioning it over and over again that Halsey is super problematic she calls out a lot of people for doing the same things that she's doing she just feels that if somebody else is doing it it's more shitty than when she does it I don't understand that but it's it's so rough for me because I do enjoy her music. I do enjoy a lot of pop music. I just mentioned how upset I am that What Do You Mean is actually pretty shitty. Songs like Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke is really shitty. Anything that Chris Brown ever does, if Chris Brown ever breathes in a woman's direction, I will fight him. Um, it's just 
there's so much bullshit out there and it's just so shitty that you can't even enjoy music without having to think about it. You know, I want to just put on the radio and not think about all this misogynistic homophobic nonsense because it really is nonsense. I mean, it's important nonsense, but it is nonsense. And I've used the word nonsense like 40 times already. I apologize. But it's just, we need to be more conscious of certain things. We need to be more conscious of bi erasure and uh, homosexual and um, homophobia. You know, what is homophobia? What is bi erasure? We really need to ask ourselves like, hey, is this shitty that I like this? You know, not everything that you like has to be problematic, but certain stuff that you do like needs to be thought about a little more than others. So the next time you guys listen to um, anything by your favorite artist, make sure that you listen to it, you know, really intensely and say, huh, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? And hopefully nine out of 10 times, it'll be a good thing and not a bad thing. So not everything that you like turns to shit. So without, <laughs> with all of that being said, the last song I have for you guys doesn't suck. I have for you the band Manic Pixie from New York, who are fronted by the energetic and super awesome and nice cat, who was probably the easiest person to contact to use her band's music. It took all of two seconds. She's great. Manic Pixie was actually featured in my friend Danny's documentary film, The Boys Club. And once details about the documentary coming to the internet, you guys will probably know as soon as I do, I'll immediately I'm going to write about it. The song I have for you guys is called Pearls off their 2016 record Iron Heart and it's available on their band Bandcamp. Sorry, I can't speak today. There's so many words that I couldn't read today that I had to think about more than once. So I apologize. But before I let you guys go, I'm going to tell you where to find me as always. Facebook.com slash Rebel Hearts Podcast. I don't know if I've been saying that link right the last couple of episodes. Make sure it's Rebel Hearts Podcast because there is actually somebody with the hash, um, with the the tag uh, Rebel Hearts and it's actually a guy and I apologize if he's been getting random requests or anything. I doubt he is but if he is I'm really sorry. So it's Rebel Hearts Podcast on Facebook and Instagram is Sam Socks. Twitter is Rebel Hearts Girl and you guys can always email me for anything at rebelheartspodcast at gmail.com So I'll see you guys at the front. Here's Manic Pixie. You shut Covered pins. I was a dead fly turning dust in the wind. We are a car wreck. I keep reliving. I try to fix you, get under your skin. You'd eat my organs, take all the way in. My greatest fault is that I'm too forgiving. Here you go again, making me feel itchy, itchy. This is the end Ooh, of my bad ideas. This is the end Ooh, of my tired ideas. This is the reason I never wear pearls. Reason I never wear pearls.
Should be.